0: Welcome, everyone, to the best sports podcast north of the equator. That's right, I said it. My name is Jake. This is the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast. As always, with your host, Anthony. Hello there. And sitting in for Sleepy Rory because he literally fell asleep and we carted him out to the couch. Your horse racing analysis expert?
1: I would disagree
0: okay your equine sports expert sure yes katie (laughs) shady big shoots runner hello and she's here we are getting into some topics today um what do we got anthony we're gonna talk about some trade stuff as far as bad trades,
2: bad worst bad, bad, trades. Because there's trades. one that's standing out right now. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. And then uh, we're gonna talk some little league stories because I have a story about my niece that is
0: balling pretty, pretty out dope yeah, in
2: balling. little league. Yeah, she's in ten U softball.
0: Ten U softball,
2: and that's a big ball. You got to hit it a long ways. True. So, but we'll get into the trade stuff first because it's probably gonna take the longest to get through. So,
0: all right, all right. What so? Last, Let's see. Sunday night, I think it was. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Sunday Mm -hmm. late afternoon. The Cardinals were losing. Much to Katie's excitement. (laughs) Cardinals were losing to the Bills. They went down. uh, 34 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Bills scored a touchdown to put them up by, I don't know. It's like five or six points. Which... Josh Allen threw a really good pass to Stephon Diggs. It was a great pass in the the corner of the end zone, diving catch. catch. It was all around. Great play. looked like a dagger in the hearts of the Cardinals. True. It was a dagger in my heart. It (laughs) uplifted Katie's spirits because she loves when the Cardinals lose and I get sad. (laughs) Correct?
1: Um, No, I just think it's funny when I don't pick the Cardinals, they lose.
0: Yeah, so either way, she finds it funny when the Cardinals lose. <laughs> it's harsh. But anyways, Kyler Murray gets the ball back, 34 seconds left, two timeouts, gets the ball down to the 50-yard line, and as time expires, throws a Hail Mary with... Awkwardly. Awkward? Now, man. You just, keep was, saying man. it was awkwardly, but it was baseball-esque. True. Turn the hips, fire it like a shortstop, and it was on point to the waiting hands of D. Hop. Getting up there above three defenders. DeAndre Hopkins pulls the ball down. And I didn't even know he caught the fucking thing until Andy Isabella just runs up and just like... Ooh, starts beating on his good. chest. Yeah, well, look at those. The sound's not great. It starts beating on his chest. And I, I, I lost it. I jumped up and down. I screamed in excitement. I spun in circles scared your... You frightened your your pets? Mm -hmm. Frightened the pets. It was... It was a moment of exaltation. That sounds awesome. And then... The Cardinals won. Yeah. At the end. Beating the Bills. And I can only hope... I can only hope that there's similar... Shenanigans in store for tonight against Seattle... As they are, last I checked... Losing by just a teeny... Tiny, tiny bit... That's not the point.
2: We brought this up because uh, the Cardinals acquired DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of snacks, basically.
0: Basically, what some people are, what some people are calling the worst trade yeah, in like recent NFL history. So
2: the guy that they traded, Deon, uh, David Johnson, is on IR right now. Or he got injured last like, uh, concussion
0: protocol, something along those lines. He's out for a while. Just for the record, the Cardinals are down by 7 and they're driving right now. They're on their own 30-yard line with 57 seconds left. All right, continue.
2: So, uh, but we brought this up because they traded for like a third-round pick, not even a first-round, I don't even think it's a first-round pick that they traded DeAndre Hopkins for. Now, the reason why
0: is a little muddied because uh there's some public relations issues between Bill O'Brien yeah. and DeAndre Hopkins and he was basically trying to get rid of him for a song something i don't know what it was but he got rid of him
2: and traded him for a bag of snacks and arizona has reaped the rewards because kyler murray has a true number one
0: you know larry's larry we all love larry larry's a little long in the tooth he's the third down guy he's like we need eight yards we need it now and the ball can't get dropped we're giving it to larry true but deandre is the deep man now so we brought that up and then we're
2: gonna
0: talk about some other bad trades that
2: happened um I have one right off the top of my head. Is the, we mentioned it in the pre-roll, the Herschel Walker to Minnesota Vikings from the Dallas Cowboys. And the Dallas Cowboys were able to build their Super Bowl winning teams from that. Something big happened. You're very intently looking at it.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. The fucking three-on-one Larry in the end zone, and they fucking smashed Larry. He couldn't come down with it. Uh,. But yeah, Herschel Walker getting traded
2: to the Minnesota Vikings, who we don't have a good career there, but they were able to draft all uh, their core pl- uh, pieces for the, t- quote-unquote, three t- three Super Bowl dynasty of the Dallas Cowboys. in 19- So your name was actually a
0: good trade?
2: Good trade for the Cowboys, bad trade for the Vikings, because the Vikings ended up giving up eight players total because of the picks that they had to give up, and they only retained like two or three players out, out of those. So.
0: so that's definitely one of the more rough, trades in the long run uh was it at least good form in the short run
2: good form in the short run just never get them to that uh promised land uh but the cowboys were able to draft emmett smith michael oh. Irvin, uh troy aikman like all those guys what so. else is new for the vikings never quite able to make it all the way yeah they mortgaged the future to get herschel walker and then just never fulfilled anything from it
0: true vikings form and fuck the cowboys too by the way
2: yeah, but you can thank the Vikings for have, making sure that the Cowboys had a dynasty in the 90s. So,
0: there's that. There's that. All right. So, everybody knows this one. And I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time changing my phone screen from the Cardinals game to, to, the, to my notes. All right. Here we go. All right. You guys aren't even ready for this. You may have all heard the story, but you don't actually know. Because back in the day, the Boston Red Sox drafted... Someone who would become mm, one of the greatest sluggers of all time. L. George, the Babe Bambino Ruth. Ended up, uh, ended his career, you know, for about, you know, 80 years leading the league, or leading the major leagues in all-time home runs. Uh, And he also took New York to multiple titles through that run. And basically, Boston traded him for $100,000, which, Which is, I mean, it was a lot. It still is a lot, I guess. It was a lot of money back then. That doesn't even bring into account the curse of the Bambino. Curse of the Bambino. Because then the Red Sox didn't have a World Series for Red a long, Red Sox long time. did not have a World Series for 106 years, and it has something to do with a goat. And I'm not exactly sure. 14-year-old me did know when the World Series was in sure Boston. I thought, that, and I, they won. I thought it was it the Boston that has to do with the goat, or was it the Cubs that had to deal with the goat. Oh, what? oh you're right. It's just the regular... Has to do with something, not only Babe Ruth, but we'll skip that. The <laughs> Curse of the Bambino. Curse of the Bambino. Um, so yeah, Boston didn't win a World Series for 106 years after that, after getting rid of arguably one of the greatest players. Well, not even arguably. He's one of the greatest players. So yeah, essentially, Boston didn't win a World Series until uh, 2004. It ended up being something like 100 or no, 96 years, I think it was since their previous uh, World Series title, and they called it the Curse of the Bambino. Yep. So one of the worst trades of all time, for sure. Um, Could have definitely changed, like, the way people see Boston. You know how everyone sees New York as, like, the legacy team. Everyone could see Boston as that.
2: True. And also, well, Boston did redeem themselves as far as citywide because they had the Celtics, the Patriots, the Red Sox and the Bruins all win titles in like 10 years so the whoans the, the Bruins the whoans
0: the whoans that's not a real sports team oh it's true You're right. yeah go fuck the Bruins uh yeah Boston they've had their fair share of uh titles lately I guess I'll just say that but either way that's uh you know I don't really necessarily like Boston but I was really stoked when they came back from down 3 three oh in the 0-4 ALCS against the Yankees that was a good time. Johnny Damon. Johnny Damon. Johnny fucking Damon. Yeah, that, that guy, he, he balled out pretty hard. He did. He cut his hair then when he went to the Yankees. Yeah, and then he sucked. The you got to have the locks. It's like Samson. True. <laughs> All right, so what trade do you got for us, Baxley? Uh, this one's for uh, another football one. Oh, back to football. I hope it's not a college football trade.
2: Uh, no, it's the Ricky Williams, who I find a very interesting person. He's not a typical football player that just is a meathead. He's very, very...
0: He's a running back, right?
2: Yeah, he's very in tune. Does a lot of astrology, Chinese medicine, stuff like that. Super interesting, weird, weird, weird dude. Smokes <laughs> a lot of cannabis. And he refers to it as cannabis and not marijuana.
0: Well, obviously... That's the medical
2: term, and it's legal now in most states. True. But uh, he, the Saints drafted pretty much their, they mortgaged their future to trade up to get him in the draft. Uh, they traded like for two or three first, for first round picks, and then pretty much the entirety of that draft that they had to the Washington Redskins, who, by the way, couldn't take advantage of it because they only drafted four players out of how many draft picks they had and cut all of them. And none of them were on the team after two years of being drafted. (laughs) So the Washington uh, racial slurs at the time is what they were called. And
0: they suck (laughs) still. So (laughs) they reaped eternal misbenefits from that. Do you think in like, I don't know, Fifteen years, someone else will be having this conversation, and they'll be talking about all the teams that John Gruden fucked over on his way to making the Raiders good. <laughs> I did. He actually he did pretty well too. He he really did. I hate to give the Raiders any credit. I swear I fucking hate it. But credit where credit's due. Uh, John Gruden went into a like a pretty high salary cap team, wiped out a whole bunch of salary. Yeah and brought in a bunch of young... Uh, drafted. He's uh, drafted. drafted a bunch. Well, yeah, he traded for all those draft picks. Yeah. Drafted all this young talent. Shit's going pretty well. I still think they suck. They're going to suck this year. They're going to lose <laughs> to the Chiefs this weekend. Um, sorry, Derek Carr. Looks like he has eyeliner on. He's like an owl. <laughs> or, I uh, don't know, possum? Possum. I don't know. He's fucking roadkill. <laughs> Derek Carr is roadkill. Title of the episode. Awesome. Uh, but that's all the
2: trades I got. I got those two trades. Two uh, trades? Two trades. Oh. I I said I had three, but the other one is... Uh...
0: A fail. Yeah. Well, I got some trades for you. I got some real good trades for you. Oh, they don't have the ball. They, they're they going to lose. They just lost. lost. Yeah. Fuck. 28 to 21. Well, I got some trades for you. A oh, yeah. couple just you know, to wrap this up here. Um, this one's one of my favorite trades of all time because it's one of my favorite players of all time. It comes from the MLB, and it has to do with Randy Johnson, the big unit. Mr. Bobblehead himself. Mr. Bobblehead over here. We got him. His his bobblehead's a little broken, but he still sits on the desk. <laughs> and what do you know, in the late 80s, I want to say it was like 87, 88, uh, Montreal drafted a real... Real wild left-hander. <laughs> <laughs> he had a explosive fastball, sometimes hitting triple digits, which in the 90s, if you weren't named Nolan Ryan, was pretty unheard of. And uh, he was wild. He didn't know where it went. But he had a real good slider. Anyways, Expos drafted him. They toyed with him. They tried throwing different pitching coaches at him for a couple of years. It didn't really pan out for him. So they traded him over to uh, Seattle. Seattle. And they sent a couple of his homies, Gene Harris and Brian Holman, with him, but no one knows who they are, so <laughs> it does not matter. In return, uh, Montreal got Mark Langston, who was a veteran at that point, to say the least, and uh, Mike Campbell, who I'm not entirely sure who he is. <laughs> He's a little bit of a no-namer as well. Randy Johnson went on to win like 140 games for Seattle in the next 10 years, uh, less than 10 years, probably like eight years. And uh, record a couple thousand strikeouts. And uh, they they won a couple of ALCS championships. I don't think... Yeah, they never won the World Series. But, uh, you know, Randy Johnson, along with King Griffey Jr., 90s. was pretty much why everybody loved the Mariners. Yeah, it was a good team. It was a great team. And uh, so that is definitely, in my opinion, probably mm, top three best and worst trades of all time. Great for the Mariners. Terrible for the Expos. We might actually like still have the Expos if they hadn't traded <laughs> Randy Johnson. He could have saved the franchise. Randy they, Johnson, Vladimir Guerrero, come on.
2: We wouldn't have had uh, the Miami Marlins now is what they are. Ah, so, it used yes. to be the Florida Marlins. Florida you know, the Marlins,
0: Mar- Miami oh. Marlins. Yeah. Uh, we, uh, also, there was – oh, no, no, no. The Expos are the Nationals. They are. Yeah, you were
2: right. They are the Expos. I thought I was mis- understanding uh loria then went to
0: bring a team to miami so oh yeah after it okay yeah after he was the Texas. same dude though yeah
2: he's the same dude
0: yep i got confused it's all right so yeah either way um it could have been it could have saved montreal if, could have. if they hadn't gotten rid of randy johnson because then a couple years later they got vladimir guerrero and it was all all a different and story his, after and now that. his son plays the base Plays the baseball. Plays bay, bay, MLB. <laughs> Yeah, he actually plays for Toronto. He plays for the Blue Jays. So I guess the uh, Guerreros, they love, love Canada. They, they do love Canada. Uh, I got so one more terrible trade for you guys. All right. And this one's just off the top of my head, but it is the worst trade of all time in sports history, if you ask me. In 1996, the Charlotte Hornets selected Kobe Bean Bryant. <laughs> And shortly thereafter, traded him to the Lakers for some bullshit for a later pick, I think. Switched picks. I don't remember the exact. It's off the top of my head. But it's the worst trade ever because, oh, imagine that. Charlotte's another team that doesn't exist anymore. No, they do. They're still there? Yeah. That's who just drafted uh, LaMelo Ball. Oh, you're right. Oh, there's a good segue into our next one because Michael Jordan's the owner over there. Yep. And you've got... A theory you're tossing around about.
2: Yeah, yeah, theory. Lamelo Ball, Michael so, Jordan, Lavar. Lavar Ball is the father of Lamelo
0: Ball, who what is the father is... of Lonzo Ball. And what's the history between old Lavar and Michael? So apparently. There shouldn't really be any since one of them is a fucking all time great and the other one's a piece of shit.
2: I think LeVar averaged two points in college when he played. Two points a game? Yeah, two points. A layup? Yeah, probably.
0: Motherfucker got a layup.
2: He said in an interview that he could beat Michael Jordan in one on one. And. Ever. it's funny because there's a, somebody, there's people out there that are saying it's a long con to get Michael Jordan because he took it personally and <laughs> so it's a long con, he's going to draft his son and then then he's going to be able to challenge him in that one-on-one it's it'd, be funny. Randomly... it'd be funny if he just cuts his son
0: after he beats him oh, that'd be so savage <laughs> I don't give a shit about this team I need to prove that I'm still the best I just imagine that LeVar Ball's like oh yeah, Michael's looking old, I got this and then Michael shows up and his eyes are white and he's like, oh Fuck, he got rid of that jaundice. He hasn't been drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's clear-headed Michael. (laughs) I'm screwed. I'm screwed. He's screwed either way, though, honestly. Michael Jordan could be drunk off his ass and still fucking school him, I think, in a game of one-on-one. Probably. And speaking of that, the draft was last night, and
2: everyone was like, oh. Oh, the
0: NBA still doing a draft this year? they
2: still did a draft. They did it all virtually. Everything was virtual.
0: Took me by surprise a bit.
2: Uh, also, too, breaking news. I guess it's not breaking, but it happened yesterday. What's uh, Clay Thompson
0: ripped his Achilles? And oh is out. man, Clay's out again, and another tear on his
2: opposite foot. Oh, on what the <sighs> knee he tore, I think is what they said. Dude,
0: I don't know if he's ever going to come back from this. It was yeah. bad enough trying to come back from an ACL. Now he's got a torn Achilles. Yeah, he blew his Achilles. It's done. Let's let's ask our uh, medical expert about this, Katie, Clay Thompson. As you may or may not know, blew out his ACL, and I believe it was his left knee about a year ago. Okay. He was almost ready to come back. He's getting ready for the 2021 season. And last night he tore his Achilles. What are his chances of coming back and being 100% splash bro number two? Maybe number one.
1: Um, Being 100% zero. Zero? He should not have been playing on... On a torn ACL anyways.
0: Well, he was in recovery. He's been rehabbing. He was it. like doing a workout and he blew his...
1: Yeah, but you should still not. If you tear your ACL and have it repaired, generally the best thing to do is like not play sports anymore. Because you're True. more than likely going to do something again. Like blow out your Achilles.
0: It sounds like when the Golden State, the same exact medical team, pushed Kevin Durant to play in a game when he was already... Babying an injury, and he tore his Achilles. He
2: had a strained hammy and then blew the Achilles on that strained hammy leg. So he was, he was playing with a strained hamstring and then blew his Achilles. So you think I'm the Nets like... just
0: pick up Clay Thompson really cheap right now? <laughs> Let him yeah, sit for I, a couple years?
1: I think he should probably just retire. Unless he wants to like really take a toll on his body and not be able to use his leg in like five years.
0: And what if he's not adverse to a wheelchair or crutches?
1: For the rest of his life?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you got to pay to play. (laughs)
1: Well, that's fine then, but I think it's kind of fucked up that we're expecting him to just come back out and keep playing, and his managers are not doing what's best for him.
0: Well, that seems to be a trend at Golden State is what I'm getting at. Yeah, so... Hot take, Golden State. is fucking pushing superstars to hurt themselves. Your medical staff is trash. <laughs> Steph, get out of there. Take have, Clay with you.
1: I have a feeling it's not their medical staff. I'm sure they're like, no, maybe it's not. And the coaches and managers are like, no, we're going to. We'll give you more money if you do it. And they're like, okay, I'll try it.
0: They are giving the medical staff more money to do it, though, because they are the ones who have to actually sign off on it. I think it's a, his opposite leg that he tore.
1: His
2: ACL on. I think he blew that Achilles. So it's not. Oh, it's
1: not the same leg. I don't think it's the
2: same leg.
0: What if Um, Clay and Steph just both up and leave and go to the Jazz?
2: that'd be. I mean, he could.
0: I mean, we don't need big contracts. We're we made our money. We're going to go play for a contender, and bring a championship to Utah. Donovan Mitchell, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Rudy Gobert. I guess you keep Mike Conley at the point.
1: I'm pretty sure you're more likely to get struck by lightning than that ever happening. Probably. <laughs> no offense, but that just sounds. Um,
0: what the fuck?
2: I hate things that just play stuff.
0: No offense, but what shady, Katie?
1: That's not gonna happen. I don't even know sports, and I know that's not gonna happen.
0: Well, enjoy your la la land, cause you're nobody's gonna, wake
1: up... gonna not take more money.
0: You're going to wake up one day to the Utah Jazz winning the championships. So Thompson
2: tore his right Achilles playing in a pickup game Wednesday and had an MRI exam Thursday in Los Angeles that revealed the severity of the injury, which typically requires surgery. Thompson had worked himself back from a knee injury in early July 2019. Now this, another year on the sidelines.
0: Yeah, so opposite leg, left ACL, right Achilles, I'm sorry, Clay. It's a sad day.
1: Sounds like he's got some underlying issues. Well, with his joints.
2: That's usually typical of NBA players because of how big they are. So I think he probably didn't drink enough milk. If I've learned anything from uh,
0: advertisements,
2: there's a common theme with M- NBA players. They have bad joints, knees. Uh, ankles, shoulders, and stuff like that. And the
0: calcium defi- deficiency.
2: <laughs> NFL players have bad backs and hips and head injuries and all and that concussions. stuff.
1: They yeah. just have bad brains. <laughs> and
0: also calcium deficiencies.
1: I mean, I have horrible joints and ligaments and...
0: You don't play basketball. Try though.
1: to avoid doing things that might. Oh,
0: you're saying cause clay some problems. It's his moneymaker. He's the splash bro. He's the drainer, the threes, the long shots, the clay country. He's like the half point king. He's the fucking. You get the point, right? Yeah. He's the he's the man. If he does come back, it's gonna be like a year and a half before he can come back. He could always play in the wheelchair basketball leagues.
2: I think yeah, I think he will be back because that's just. The way the modern athlete is, they're able to have these horrific injuries. They have surgery. They rehab for a while, and they come back.
0: And Scantron knows this.
2: And they're never the same, though. Like, you're never the same when you blow a ligament at
1: all. Especially your ACL and your Achilles, which are, like, probably the two most important ones in your entire body.
0: It's all part of the game. You pay to play. If your Achilles is blown, you can't really walk, right?
1: Oh, no. Yeah, you can't.
0: Stitch that baby up. It holds your foot up, right? It holds your Mm -hmm. foot up. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it's... The most important, it's the one that runs like you know, yeah, you can right feel it here. in the back of yeah. your leg. Like, yeah, that's your Achilles.
0: Well, if we were Rastafarian, we'd be sending good vibes to Clay Thompson, Mon. <laughs> yes,
1: why did it go that direction?
0: I don't know because you know, how else are you going to send good vibes unless you're Rastafarian, Mon? <laughs> we, d- we wish you the best. All right, well, we have one more segment for you. One more segment on this sports sports, 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 sports podcast. I was thinking about changing her name to TSSP or T- TSSSP. TSSSP. Might be easier to find on Spotify. Might be. What do you think? S
2: Sports X3 is also pretty good too.
0: But anyway. I mean, I like that one. It's just it's not very long. Uh, TT,
2: yeah, T, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> anyway, so Little League Stories. So my niece, I won't say her name, but she uh, is a pitcher and tenue and softball. Softball. She had a game to where she wasn't the starting pitcher for that game but the starting pitcher in the first two innings got lit up like 8 runs scored in the first two innings. Damn near mercy ruled. Yeah. So they I guess said, "Okay, get in there and do uh, do your thing." And she went out there, man, and apparently the first six the first three batters in that inning, uh, 3 up, 3 down, it's in 9 pitches strike on each one. Oh, a perfect inning yeah perfect inning oh my god the first ne- time
0: pitching or what no no not a first oh, okay. time pitching. just, just first in this just, game just in this game in she relief. was
2: she was supposed to be in relief yeah okay uh and then the next inning uh three up three down again i guess that was in less than 10 pitches again or it's around 10 pitches again and proceeded to have 12 strikeouts in the game and they came back and won that game like nine to eight she shut them out for the rest of Jenny the game
0: finch style yeah did she get the game ball uh,
2: I don't know if she have the game ball, but they have little tournaments because they're in like a club league or whatever. So they do tournaments every other weekend and they've come in either first, I think top three in every single tournament they've done. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. So that made me think though of like awesome times when you were in Little League or Pop Warner or whatever. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So there was a time when I played Pop Warner football. I was a big like t- preteen. The minute I turned 13, I was like this height <laughs> and then I just stopped growing. <laughs> I had like five, seven. I just never like grew after 13. Like, okay.
0: So I was four foot tall. <laughs>
1: At thirteen.
0: I don't know. I was very, very small.
1: I hit thirteen too, and that was it. I think it was like twelve when I stopped growing. Yeah.
2: I was I was a big kid. Like I was a big thirteen-year-old. Yeah. Year old, you know? Five sevens a, a pretty big. Year, 13 year thirteen-year-old senior. Uh, wow, well, you grew a lot after high school. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was the, the shrimpy kid <laughs> in high school,
2: but I had a. I was offensive lineman in Pop Warner. I was like a right tackle or something. And this guy was a lot bigger than me. This kid was a lot bigger. And he was working me through the entire time. And my dad pulled me off this the side because he was like an assistant coach. And he's like, you know, he's not giving me the business, but he's sitting there going, like, the hell, why are you letting this kid beat you? Like you're better than this kid. You gotta I mean, be all jazzed up and pissed off and did the whole like rah-rah. Like Shaking thing. Your, your pads like, Yeah. Like, no! yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, dad, I got it. Yeah, yeah. And then I but I went out the next play though, I fucking hit him as hard as I could and that kid went flying. And like Did
0: he even have the did he have the ball?
2: No, he didn't he was a he was Fuck a he, he's a defensive lineman. So oh. he was coming so like I just kinda sat there waiting for him and I le- I leveled him and knocked him out. But it was like I could tell my dad was like, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, and then like the next play, I'm pretty sure he proceeded to keep whooping my ass. But still, I think uh, the coach moved me off of him and put somebody else there. And... Like, All right, you
0: got him once. Yeah, we're going exactly, yeah, exactly. to <laughs> call that a win. Exactly. We're going to call that a win.
2: But it was a fun time. Like, I felt like a badass. There was one time in high school where I had a really good play. I like cracked some dude as he was coming around the corner. He fumbled, and we picked up the ball. And like, <laughs> I don't think we scored, but I, I hit him pretty hard. And I, he, it was pretty really great, too, because he made a little sound when I hit him. He went, e- like, yeah, it was pretty great. <laughs> so after that, I was like, yeah, yeah, that was like the one time I, in I high school. I cracked
0: that dude's rib, I think. Yeah, I'm
2: pretty sure I hurt him. But that was the only time I ever had fun. Do you have any stories like that in Little League where you were the man for like a moment?
0: I got a story about me being the man. But first, I'm going to tell a story about another dude being the man. Yeah. Okay? I was a freshman. And it was, I don't even know, we weren't good my freshman year. Our seniors were all a bunch of drunks. <laughs> and they... All kind of sucked at baseball, but they were trying. Anyways, it was senior day or whatever, right? And uh, it's the, towards the end of the game, and I was on the bench. I was a freshman, so i come in and pinch around or do a pinch hit at the end of the game. But either way, so I'm sitting there. All of a sudden, and we were up by a run or two, right? And there's a runner or two. Long story short, the guy, the guy on first base was the winning run, two outs. And this kid hits a line drive shot into the gap in left center field, and our center fielder was one of our seniors. His name was Matt, and uh, he sprints after the ball. He takes off he's like kind of a kind of a smaller guy, quick, and he's running, 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 running. Lays out full on, lays out. Catches the ball, slides across the turf. The game's <laughs> over. The senior caught the ball on senior night. It's a great moment. He just fucking lays there and he rolls over and he's just laying there because he had his nipples pierced the week before <laughs> and he just dove across his chest <laughs> on the fucking, on the field and ripped both of his nipple rings out he, of was his chest. Was he bleeding? Yeah. yeah. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> At it least was, he was the man for a moment. He was the man for a moment, <laughs> but he was not the man after that with his bloody chest. So yeah, that was great. But no, and I think I was like 12 or 13, and we had a doubleheader. And I played I played for the D-backs. And there was this other team, I think they were either the Yankees or the Reds. They always whipped our ass. And anyways, um, we had a game, and I'm pretty sure, I don't think I started the game. Can't, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure I came in, but I used to be a pitcher. And it was a similar situation. We kind of got a couple few Runs scored on us. These were big kids too. Anyways, long and short is they brought me into pitch and uh, bases were loaded and there was nobody out. And the first kid struck him out. No big deal. He was like their leadoff hitter or whatever. The second kid struck him out. Third kid was their big, big dude. We were all like 12 <laughs> and like four and a half feet tall. And this dude was like the size of like a high schooler. He was huge. He always hit home runs. We were on 200-foot fields. He always hit home runs. So first pitch, fastball. I threw it literally as hard as I could, like right down the middle, and he watched it. I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. I'm all stoked. I was like, all right. The next pitch, I don't remember. I think I I threw something slower, slippery, slidey, slid away from him. You know, I wasn't very old, but it was definitely not a fastball. (laughs) And uh, I don't think it was a strike either because I don't think he swung at it. So, okay, in the next pitch, I was like, all right, I'm just throwing this guy fastballs because I'm 12, and it's all I got. So, threw him a fastball as hard as I could right around the letters, and he fouled it back. And I was like, all right, two strikes, two strikes. All stoked, all stoked. So, I was like, all right, here it comes again. Nothing but fastballs. <laughs> threw it as hard as I could. I don't know how hard it was. It was a short mound, though. It was a short distance. I threw the ball as hard as I could up around his eyeballs he came out of his shoes, and he swung through it, missed. I struck out the side, got out of the inning, uh, ended up getting a double and a single later in the game with some RBIs and got the game ball. I probably still have it somewhere in a box that my mom gave me.
1: (laughs) I was the man.
0: I owned that game. Nice. And then I, I had some other moments, you know, when it mattered, but I don't remember them as much as that one. That one was fun. Just bringing it against the big kids, striking them out. It's so when you're
2: a little guy and you can knock out a big kid. You're like, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Fuck that guy.
1: Fuck that guy. Do you Fuck guys want that guy. my sports yes. experience? Sure. My yes. My one, I guess, normal kid sport experience before I started riding horses? I was like probably six. I started riding when I was six or seven. Um, my mom put me in soccer because my brother was into soccer. And I went to all the practice. And I was enjoyed the practice. And then our first game came around. They put me on the field and I walked out. I played for like 30 seconds and then I just turned around and walked off the field. And I sat down and I was like, I'm not going back out. My mom was like, go back out, try again. And I was like, no, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore.
0: Never again. dude. And Kate that was, was it. Kate she
1: took insane. me out of soccer. I never played soccer again. Well, at
0: least, never again. At least you knew what you, knew. you, knew what you wanted. Yeah, I
1: was like, nope, not Kate's happening. Kate's like,
0: this is dumb as fuck.
1: Yeah. And then she put me on a pony like a week later and six, 17 years later.
0: She was like, that worked. Here
1: we are yeah <laughs> thousands <laughs> hundreds of thousands of dollars probably later and she's like fuck i wish she kept playing soccer
0: right like soccer's like 300 bucks a year
2: for travel soccer too it's probably like if she'd said it like a thousand dollars maybe oh but... yeah
0: travel soccer does get expensive but... but still like that's pretty funny though oh yeah katie was a rich kid she would have gotten on the travel soccer team <laughs>
2: was
1: pretty middle class katie
0: and Roy were both rich kids they just wanted to deny it <laughs> i didn't grow up with a lot of money
2: because they didn't pay the military very well until like the last five years of my dad being in the military (laughs) my mom had to work two jobs my dad worked two jobs for a while too
0: fuck you know what it's like (laughs) my mom didn't want to (laughs) work my poor dad
1: so your mom was a stay-at-home mom no both Uh, of my parents worked my
0: mom did actually work uh my my dad worked the nights and my mom worked the days when I was a kid, and then after a while, my mom was like, "I'm staying home and homeschooling them," and that lasted a couple of years, and then she switched it up to where the kids are going with me to work every day while I do resets. They're going to sit in the deli at bashes and fucking do their homework. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could do that anymore. Yeah, I was good at it. <laughs> well,
2: I, that's, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you guys shared those stories. <laughs>
0: Is that going to do it for us? Where can they
2: find to. us, Anthony? You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Pretty much anywhere you can get your
0: podcast. You have to search us uniquely, though. Uniquely. We're working on it. We're going to switch up our name. We're going to make it easier to find. But for now, for now, for now, you gotta find just us type the... in sports. Sports. And then type in Jacob. Sanders. And there it is. There it is. That's the easiest way. It's three words. We should change the name of our podcast to Sports Jacob Sanders. <laughs> Jacob
2: Sanders loves sports.
0: Jacob Sanders loves sports. <laughs> Ooh. Rory calls. Hosted by beer. Anthony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for the longest time, CenturyLink had me as Jacob Banders. Oh. So we could say Jacob Banders loves sports, there. hosted by Anthony.
2: There you go. Uh, you can also check us out on the socials uh, Facebook and uh, Instagram at the sports 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 podcast and also twitter at sports x3 podcast and all that fun stuff you guys have a good night thanks for joining us katie oh you're welcome yeah thanks for being here here. medical expert extraordinaire yes we had had to have it
1: adios motherfuckers i'm not licensed so don't take any of what i say for for 100 truth